And we're back to another exciting, action-packed episode of For Your Distraction. It is Adam. certainly something like that, yeah. Adam. Scott. What's up? Not much. What's going on? We're back. We're ready Not to go. Not so much. We are Two back. Two in a row again. We are it's back. It's almost like we're on a roll. We'll see how do long Do you have any of your it. fun little quippy intros you um, like to do? I have a thought. Here's oh. A, here's a Star Wars thought. Oh, Star Wars. Would you prefer to be a pilot or a ground trooper in oh. Star Wars? What would you prefer? Would you prefer to fly, or would you want to be on the ground with the grunts? Ooh. I guess you could ask that question of any military See, I'm a pacifist. World, I'm like, a pacifist, man. I don't think I would join the military. But like, I, I would be a but rebel. Like the rebels. Like, that's my point. Like, there are X-Wing pilots, and they're ground troopers, and the rebels, too, so. Or would you want to be like C-3PO and just kind of pamper everybody? Foxy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd probably move out of the quadrant. Maybe I. I'm just. I'm just not a violent guy. Nope, you don't I have just, a choice. You don't have a choice. You I. Gotta I be, get. I. You got to be a pilot to, or a ground trooper. That's your job. I would probably be like Finn and like work something not dangerous, like sanitation. So wasn't he like a garbage man? Basically, yeah. Then why the fuck was he on the planet, like, killing innocent people? It was his first... Well, I think he was working sanitation through his training. And then that was his first real mission, was going out and to this to this thing. He said it was his first mission. Somebody has to scrub the toilets in the Star Destroyers. You get trainees. That's why he was a trainee. And he, you know... Somebody needs to be the supervisor... To those trainees who are scrubbing toilets in the Star Destroyers. You mean the jizz moppers of the Star Destroyers? Jizz moppers? Is that we're well, you know, that we're talking about again? We're talking about them again, yes. <laughs> the unsung heroes of the, well, of the like, science fiction like in, franchise. In clerk, Kevin Smith's clerks, they go into detail about Return of the Jedi, how they destroyed the Death Star that wasn't fully built, but they were independent contractors who got killed that day. I mean, okay, does does the Empire, or in this case the First Order, hire out other companies to come 100%. in and do their sanitation stuff? Like like their cleaning and all the all the do they hire garbage scows or do they just dump all the garbage in space and just let it go? Like like do they hire trash men? Do they hire janitors? Somebody, do they hire we've window washers? They have like if they're just dumping their trash into space, why in the world do they have this trash compactor that walls close in on each other in the prison section? To make it as compact as possible. We've seen them dump trash, actually. Remember in the Empire Strikes Back when Han Solo does that move where he they're trying to escape and yes. he's attached himself to the back? and they. Yes. So I guess they do do that. They, they do do that. They, yeah, of course they do. We so, do that. Our space shuttles dump trash into space. Yeah, absolutely. And like, have you seen that island of trash in the middle of the ocean? Yes. It shouldn't be in the ocean. It should be in space. It should be in the sun. That's where we should send it. Not in space. Space is already garbage filled enough. If we throw all the space is endless, Adam. But but here's but 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 with physics, when you if you dump trash into space, it's just going to orbit the Earth. It's just going to orbit. The only way you can let it not orbit the Earth is if you pay for the resources to put it on a rocket and shoot it away from the Earth. That's the only way, and at that point, you might as well shoot into the sun. But like, if if you dump space, all it's going to do is orbit the Earth until it slowly 
slowly. It's basically like orbit is nothing but a controlled fall. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So it's going to the gravitational orbit. pull of our planet exactly. is great. So also so it's just going to orbit just like the how Earth our satellite until it comes falling back down to Earth, and then it's going to be raining fucking garbage. I'm talking about taking a ship far enough away from Earth's atmosphere, releasing the trash into the vacuum of space, and just. Not caring about it anymore. You would have to enter, because um, right now to be in Earth's atmosphere, right well, to, to exit the Earth's orbit, because if you dumped into space right there, it would be in a geocentric orbit. That's what they call it. Right. Whenever, whenever you're orbiting the Earth, how far have, do you have to go you have to get to, out you have of to that? Go ridiculously far to get into a heliocentric orbit around the sun. How is you ridiculously to, far? Like we're talking, like I don't think we've ever gone that far. That's what we're like talking. probes and stuff. Like yeah, maybe probes. man shuttles have not gone. Yes, that far. man shuttles have not gone that far. The farthest we've gone is the moon, and that's pretty fucking far away. But we is have the to go moon way past. Still geocentric. Yes, it's it's geocentric. Well, yeah, because the moon. Yeah, the moon. It's a geocentric makes... orbit. You have right. to go way. The moon is in our orbit. Yeah, you got to go way past it. You got to go like so far. Like we're talking like you like it's a project. And so you, what you're saying is it's a project just to dump one garbage truck. Past, <laughs> past the Earth's orbit. So, basically what we're saying is it'd probably be easier to go to Mars than to do the, what you're asking. All I'm saying. I think there's scientists out there that should throw their hats over the wall and concentrate on this. We have a garbage problem we do. on this planet. We need to remove it from this planet and put it out into another planet. The- yeah, you get it off our planet and go put it on, on another planet. Make it their problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, as, here's the as humans, that's what we do best. But here's the thing about other planets: nothing else lives on them that we know. Well, the the nearby planets we do know. We don't know the nearby planets to us. We've never been there. We don't know. Yes, we know that we life cannot know. be sustained. It's Look, too cold or you too never, hot or the alien conspiracy, Scott. There's something out there. The truth is, I believe there's. I believe there's life outside, but I believe it's outside of our solar system. You know what I mean? The only space, the future space travel is not in propulsion; it's in magnets and gravity. Understanding that, that is a future space space travel. It's not creating a large enough engine to propel ourselves from this planet to another planet. It's in controlling gravity, so that we understand, like understanding and controlling gravity, so that. Like, have you ever heard those conspiracy theories about, like, Area 51 all those spaceships? When Area you, 51? What's that? Oh, you know, it's uh, right next to Area 52. Ah. Oh, but uh. not not as far as Area 50. Uh, so, if you ever listen to any of those conspiracy theories about spaceships, when they talk about how a ship moves, it goes up, down, left, right, forward, back, but there's no propulsion. It's like it's levitating, almost like it's magic. And it shoots up into the air, and it shoots down, shoots left, shoots right, all this other nonsense. That's because it's controlling the gravity itself. It's controlling, like, it's, it's, you, it's, aliens have learned how to control gravity, essentially. I understand. But what if you're in deep space? There's no gravity. There's always a little bit of gravity. There's no gravity, you're right, but there's always a pull. Like you're okay. still you're still being pulled towards so the nearest sun. the nearest the nearest, nearest large star. body with that can create an orbit. Okay. So like in you have to get far enough out away from Earth's orbit to get into a heliocentric orbit around the sun because there are two different orbits. The moon has its own orbit. 
technically. The moon has its own orbit. Sure. You can put something in orbit over the moon. It's probably not that not that strong. It's just like the moon has an atmosphere. The moon has an atmosphere. It's just not very strong. Earth has an orbit, but we our orbit isn't as strong as the sun's. Exactly. You know, the moon has an orbit, but it's not as strong as ours. Exactly, but like swallow the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. <laughs> the cheese stands alone. Okay. For so, distraction, we're solving all the all the problems right here. So. So in Star Wars, what the fuck is up with those little mouse uh, things on wheels? You know those like tiny little. So the thing that Chewbacca yelled at. Yeah, and it makes those like squeaking noise. What do they fucking do? Yeah, what the fuck are those things? Are they mopping floors? Are those like the Roombas of the of the past in the galaxy far, far away? The fucking Roombas. <laughs> I want to see a cat riding on one. <laughs> There's got to be cats in space. Sh- you think? They have they have like they have foxes, but we saw in the last Jedi they're crystal foxes, crystal critters. So they're gonna be like cats, but they're gonna be like spaghetti cats. Their hair is made of spaghetti, spaghetti cat or something. And they're harvested. Forgot about one thing. What I started using laser cats again. Sorry, Saturday Night Live joke. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. But I mean, seriously, like. Thankless job the janitors on these. I, I don't want to fight. I don't want to. I mean, I don't. I don't. I just want to mind my own damn business, and well, I'm a pacifist. That's why I, I would never like forget the Star Wars universe. You know, the people like in today's universe, that, I would never join the military. The people that don't act, Scott, are just as bad as the people perpetuating the problems. The people that don't try to change the problems are just as bad as people. What if both them? sides are evil, Adam? Do you believe in a lesser of two evils? I believe in the good, not the lesser of two evils. But what if there is no good? There's what if there is good? There's always a good. Yeah, but what if the good? What if the good is like just some jackass down at the strip club? Like that's the best person in the world. Like some jackass who goes to not goes to strip club. He goes on a fucking Monday night. That's when he goes. That's what. Hey, that's when the buffet's the cheapest. <laughs> you gotta sell a middle light. The Monday, the Monday afternoon girls gotta make money too. So, last episode, we talked a lot about movies. Yes, we did. Was m- Another thing that we concentrate on this podcast, TV shows. We like to. We try to. Yeah. Movies, TV shows, they're the cornerstone. They're the hallmark of FYD. What you been watching lately? I watched the first two episodes of The Watchmen. Ah, you've been trying about to get me, fucking time. You've been get, trying to get me to watch it. I finished it. The semester's over. Is it, is it the last episode, or are they making more? So as of right now, Lindelof, Damon Lindelof, the creator, well, not the creator, the creator of the new Watchmen series, he has no intention of doing another one. Really? So it's just a standalone one yes, season? as of right now. Does that mean somebody else won't? HBO is going to throw money at people. Yeah. They made a lot of money off of it. I don't i love i loved it i loved the watchman show so much but i kind of don't want them to ruin it yeah that makes sense um you have been talking about how you loved it loved it so I, much i only watched first two episodes so far what's happened in what you've seen so far um the last ep- the last thing i watched in the end of episode 2 Spoilers, obviously. Spoiler warning is up for all these shows that we're going to talk yes, about. Yes, we're going to we're going to set a lot of spoilers. Yes, but basically, the old man in the wheelchair got it 
put in the car by his by night his alleged granddaughter mm-hmm. and a magnet came out of the sky and picked up the car and flew off of them okay. that was the last thing i watched now i'm gonna talk about episode one for a second actually i'm gonna go back and talk about the watch movie for, for watch just a movie for, just, important. for yes. just a brief second yes Obviously, this is based more on the comic books than it is right. the movies. I have the comic book series. I just have not been able to have a chance to read it. I just got it recently. Okay. I haven't had time to read it. But I've watched the movie a bunch of times. I love the movie. The movie's good, yes. The movie's great. It takes a gritty look at superhero vigilantes. Mm-hmm. And it's just all the characters are awesome and amazing. And it's just it was just an all-around good movie, in my opinion. So the Watchmen movie and the Watchmen comic <clears throat> book takes place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. This show today is today. Yes. It's 2019. If that universe continued from the experience we saw in the Watchmen till today. Yes. So so my opinion of episode one, it didn't grab me. Really? It didn't grab oh. me. Here's why. I'm not going to say it was a bad uh-huh. episode. It was a good episode. It had a lot of action, like a lot of interesting characters. But when it said, when the title is called The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I want the Watchmen. Crazy costumed characters mm-hmm. in a group called the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. You can keep the same storyline, but I want some crazy costume characters in the Watchmen doing some crazy wacky shit or some stuff like that. Like the like a character like the comedian who's, you know, down with society and just a rebel like the comedian dead. I know, but I but okay. I mean I want characters like that. I want a Rorschach type character. Rorschach's or something also like that. dead. Yes, I know this. Okay. <laughs> Well, those, those two members of the Watchmen, who are arguably everybody's two favorites, are the two that but died. But I like the, in the owl movie. too. But I like the owl too. Night Owl. He's I like alive. Night Owl. I like I like Silk Spectre. I, I, She's I want, still alive. I, these were like these were like comic book characters. Adam, That's you're going to you're going are. to see them. Here's here's my thing though. When I watched episode one, I'm just talking about episode one right now. When I watched episode one. Yeah, you've got the knight. You got the dude with the mirror mask, and that's fun. But they're not comic book characters. They're just police officers wearing masks. But remember, and in it, the in the movie, masked vigilantism was outlawed. I know that it is against the law. I know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand that. I don't. I don't care. Okay. But I understand <laughs> that. What I, What I'm saying is like, yeah, knight's cool. Yeah, the communist guy's cool. The Red Scare. What's He's great? Red Scare. What's Looking the, Glass? Panda's cool. Panda. Panda's cool. I like him. Looking Glass is cool. They're cool, but they're just cops and masks. They're not characters in my opinion. Right. They're not comic book characters. Right. I want. Wha- I want some. Like the Watchmen movie was great. It was gritty. It was real, but it was also a little zany. It was a little crazy. You're like, oh my god, look at this fucking old comic history. books are like that. We look at this alt history, and oh my god, the comedians just fucking shooting people with shotguns in the in the streets, and Doctor Manhattan's just blowing up fucking Vietnamese soldiers. Doctor Manhattan's like... single handedly <laughs> won the Vietnam. Exactly. I don't know, in our history, Adam, we lost the Vietnam War. Yes. In this history, Doctor Manhattan single handedly. Wins the Vietnam War. Yeah. Vietnam is the 51st state, and it's very important. Yeah. Because, like, us going to Ohio is like them going to Vietnam. Even though yeah. it's not close to the continental U.S., it's, it's important. Like, it's like Alaska or Hawaii. Like, yeah, like, it's, like, it's like Alaska exactly. or Hawaii. It's like they still are here. We know about them. We've never been to Alaska or Hawaii, but a lot of Americans do. And it's like you don't need a passport. You can just go because yeah. it's part of our – country exactly it's that's that's how that is and that's cool i do like that thing but it's like i just it's just it was first of all it's too real for me right now 
And it's too close to how kind of the world is today with a lot I know, of, which with is a, sad. Which a, with a lot of just this gritty, this this hate, like the alt right, yes, terrorist, racist terrorist, this hate that's they're talking about in the show and all this stuff. It's so real that it's almost exhausting watching. <sighs> like it's so exhausting watching the show where it's like I get through one episode, and I'm like I can't watch another episode. I have to take a break. I got to go watch something else. <sighs> like I can't do it. That's why I've only watched two episodes so yeah. far. So it's really hard. You for are going to get through it though for me. I right? am going to get through right. it. But if it, it's not a hard, it's here's not like, a hard watch. I would have a problem with even like the nitty gritty like realism mm-hmm. of it if i just had some fucking costume heroes running around doing some shit right like well, i there there aren't there are i wouldn't have a problem with the cops like following knight's storyline if there were other fucking costume bastards like breaking the law and being vigilantes that are main characters like give me one or two other characters that are just off that are like vigilantes and the, maybe the cops hate these guys because they're breaking the law but it doesn't matter because they're still doing good and there's like maybe a back and forth and then maybe knight has to team up with one of them like give me something like that like that's what i wanted like that's what i was looking for like i said it's well, not it's not bad it's just it was a little disappointing in my opinion have you seen the the uh the story of the master Yes, I've seen. He's in. He's in the first two episodes. Okay. So yeah, I've seen. I've seen about that. The first one. Do you I was know like, who that is? That's Ozymandias, right? Yes. So there's a Watchman character for you. It's Adrian. And guess what? That's the most interesting part of the story, and it's only lasts like ten. It's minutes. Really fucking. It only interesting. lasts like ten minutes of the show. Yeah, so it's, it, it's so. It's, cool. it's that's so the most cool. interesting. Yeah, it's cool because here's the thing. In the first episode, I was like, you have no idea what's going on. With I was that. like, there's something weird going on with these other characters. His maid and his butler and all this shit. There's something weird going on. I'm like, they look, they sound so weird that I think they're clones or they're genetically engineered. And I find out in the second episode when he does that play, I'm like, oh yeah, he genetically made himself some motherfuckers, and he just burned one alive recreating dr manhattan's fucking uh origin story mm-hmm. so i'm like holy shit this is fucked up and then it did that and then it cuts back away to night and i'm like oh okay we're back adrian veit is the smartest <clears throat> human alive yeah he's, he's most sadistic ex- he's kind of sadistic he's sad- too. eccentric and sadistic and he's an anti-hero he almost was in the watchman movie too yeah i mean was ozymandias wrong Technically, no, he was not wrong. He was not wrong in the same way that Thanos wasn't wrong. Right. So was Thanos wrong? Technically, exactly, exactly. If you're just talking numbers, no, he's not right. wrong. But it, it's it goes back to the Star Trek Spock. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah. So he decides to murder millions of people. To save billions of people. Yeah. In his mind, like, it was a no-brainer. But for us, it's an atrocity. You know? Like, oh, man. It's It's, so fucking good. I can't even... It's a good show. I'm not saying it's not a good show. I just want more costume antics. Adam. That's what I want. Adam, you're going to have more costume antics. The storyline... Here's the thing that grabbed me. Here's what grabbed me was the end of the last episode, end of episode two. Where the wheelchair guy, his the the car he was in was picked up by the magnet. That grabbed me. Then yeah. I was interested. Then I was think? like, <laughs> then I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, I don't know who this is. Is it the Watchmen? Is it like a splinter group of the Watchmen? Maybe. Maybe they're costume. Looked a lot like costume. Archie. Yeah, I looked. I mean, could it, it be was, Night Owl? But wasn't the chief using Archie? He was exactly, and that was destroyed. It wasn't Archie. Uh, Dan sold his plans to the government. 
Is that a spoiler for a future episode? No, okay. no. But basically, after he retired, so Dan, the night owl, night owl, night owl two, he's in prison. Don't don't spoil it. He's. I'm not spoiling it. I'm not spoiling. Then it. how do you know? Because I don't know this. This this. You need to know this though. But like I don't. But do they mention this in the show? So, I did some extra reading. Okay, so they don't mention in the show. It's not in the show, but if you read the comics, you would know this. Okay. So, it's something that Lindenoff expects you to know. It's not a spoiler, swear to God. Okay. But he he made a deal to give his plans, because he created Archie. Yeah. His flying vehicle that we saw in the movie. So, now, like, law enforcement has it, military has it. So, you seeing that isn't weird like it's just you need to know that those exist yeah all of the cars if you saw it in the first episode they're all electric cars yeah that was adrian Veidt. he there's no fossil fuels they're done he developed clean energy and gave it to the world so just so, so just, he's a hero so he's a hero is he though he's a hero he's a hero that we okay. he's that we need but we don't deserve let him burn as many so you just, clones as he could possibly you can. You have to realize that in this universe, there's so many different things. Like, here's another thing. You know, Red Scare is one of the police officers. Yeah, the communist. communist. In this universe, the Soviet Union never fell. The Soviet Union still exists. Okay. They are now our greatest ally. Because of the events of... Because of the events... Ozymandias and Dr. Manhattan. Yes. So that's why it's not weird to have a Soviet. <clears throat> that's why it wasn't like, weird in the episode two. And he's like, "I'm not a, I'm not a blah. I'm a communist." Yes. And he was, and I was like, "Oh, okay." But I like, mean, that's not a bad thing. Apparently, the, yeah, yeah. That like, make, it's like that makes a little more sense right. then. There, so I mean, we did have a war. The Cold War existed. Yeah, we were about to shoot nukes at each other. But, but then what, a giant fucking squid. A giant fucking. Squid. I do like the reigning squid mm-hmm. aspect of it. That's pretty cool. I did like well, that's that. That's the only, that's really the only difference from the movie. When when DC uh, yeah when the movie was done yeah. Warner Brothers did the movie a, it was a bomb they decided that having a giant telepathic squid that murders people was a little too far fetched so they made it a explosion a bomb like a, like an atomic bomb went off yeah that uses Doctor so this energy. got changed back to the original squid <laughs> attack why does it explain why it's raining squids or is that something we should know. You'll find out. I can't okay, spoil it. okay, then that's a spoiler. All right, like I said, it's not a bad show. I'm not not having fun. Mm-hmm. It's just like I said. I hope that you're right, and I get some more costumantics because this dark, depressing police story is kind of not getting to me. I I, I really will not. say, and you liked the boys too. <clears throat> yes, right? I love the boys. The boys was good. This is similar to that in that it's not your campy, fun comic book story. It's exactly. there's a lot of dark. Exactly. I'll take the dark if yeah. they're wearing a mask and a colorful cape and they can just kind of like, you know, ease me into it like that. I'll, I'll take it then. Well, the police in in um, this town in Oklahoma are, are wearing these costumes. Yeah. To protect themselves and their families. But so the, the police aren't really... It's the detectives that are wearing costumes. Sister the police, Knight's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, Angela yeah, the, is bad. She's a detective. The detectives are wearing costumes. The police are just putting police on masks. Police wear the yellow. Yeah, they're the just yellow, wearing right. masks. Fair enough. If all the cops had their own unique like costume, we'd be like, oh, this is sick. This is cool. Yeah. Only the higher-ups yeah. in the police department. Yeah. 
I will say the first episode that that scene where they were raiding that compound mm-hmm. that was a badass scene where they were uh, trying to get uh, get those guys who were what what they're getting the batteries out of the watches or something like mm-hmm. that and they took off the plane and stuff and there was that shootout it was pretty cool that was a pretty cool scene. If you have any questions, ask me. I'm gonna have to like. I've like, delved deep into this universe and read a lot of things. I've gone to a lot of Watchmen subreddits. I'm pretty knowledgeable on it right now. So okay, I'm going to have to text you then. If you have any questions, because there was stuff that I didn't understand, because like you, I didn't read the <clears> comics. <throat> the only thing I knew was from the 2009 movie, and things are different from that to the comics. So I did my research and understand it now. So okay. any questions, feel free to ask, but I don't want to give you any spoilers. I'm going to have to. Let me That's sit. awesome. I'm so glad you're watching it. Please, even if... Even if you don't like it as much as I do, please just muscle through it and finish it for me. That's all I ask. Like I said, it's not a bad show. It's just, it's not, it's too real for me. It's just right now. It's just too real. Kristen watched the first episode with me. She said the same thing. She wants Tim Burton's 1989 Batman can't be fun. That's a comic book to her. And I mean, when I she say, wants Iron Man, she wants that kind of. When a I comic. say can't be fun, the Watchmen movie was can't be fun for me, in my opinion. That was kind of can't be fun too, because it had people in masks doing some shit mm-hmm. they shouldn't have been doing. So that was can't be fun. So that was a Watchmen. What? There's another show that I yes. know we've both been watching a little bit. Yes, I think you're maybe one or two episodes ahead of me at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, but we've been watching The Witcher on Netflix. Oh, yes. On Netflix, The Witcher. What do you What do you think? What's I really opinion? enjoy it. So I really very fantasy, very, very fantasy. fantasy, which is good, which is yeah. good. Um, I went in blind. So apparently, again, I've done my research now because I was ignorant on The Witcher. So apparently, it was books started out as books, yes, and then it was later turned into a very popular video game, yes. Um, I have, I never read the books. I never played the video game. So I never read the books. I never. I played about like 10 minutes of the second game and i have the third game and i played a little bit of it but because of what i've heard the game is so massive and you have to take so much time to play the game i kind of like put it in the like the back burner a little bit and like i'll play it like maybe that's like a summer game basically is what is what it is so sometime this summer i'm gonna have to find is it time. new is it relatively new have you had it for a while it's like or? new last year i think like 2018 i think it's mm-hmm. like 2017 2018 i, I think i can't remember um but I've, I have had it for a bit. It's just finding time to do it with school and work and everything like that. Just it's just it's just not happening at the moment. Um, but the TV series is pretty good. It's pretty supposed, good. It's supposed to take place around the time of the books, maybe a little before the books. Um, okay. From See, what I didn't I, know that. from what I've heard, it's not supposed to like. It's supposed to be like its own thing, like its own adaptation kind of thing where it's like... Different stories. Like these stories don't exist in the book or the game. That's what I've heard. That's kind of what I heard. So maybe, so it, like, it'll be it'll be close, similar, but not the, the same. Char- we get the characters. We'll get the characters. And but not the story. kind of the same story. But kind it's, of. But it's going to be like, they're going to take like maybe different turns with like some of it. So I really like it. But from what I've read... Of course, there's going to be people who shit on everything. Yeah. But it's people who are very into the books. The books have a cult following for themselves. <clears throat> I'm sure. And the video game's, like, insanely popular. 
people who love the books and love the video games. The hate, third game is cons- is considered like one of the best RPG games like ever. Like it's like it's people think of it as like one of the best action RPGs that they've ever played. Okay. So like yeah, there's going to be a cult following. Which that. was it the second Witcher or the third Witcher that you had to pull a certain because there's two swords. <clears throat> It's, He's got the swords that kill the sword that kills monsters and the sword that kills people. Yeah, the sword, the, the silver sword and the steel sword. I it's I think you do with all of them. I think it's all the games they have that mechanic. Maybe not the first one. I don't know, but I think in the second one they because, have that mechanic. Yeah, okay. And the third one, I know they do have that mechanic. See, in this show, they haven't really like you see him with one sword. He's got the silver sword. Yeah. He's you see two swords. He just, he ha- you just don't ever see him change. You don't ever see him change, and he hasn't really talked about it. He it hasn't the, been discussed. Other people have mentioned it, like in passing, like when he's walking by, he's, he's got, whole, he's got the bandolier, and he's it's two swords in his bandolier. But one's usually on his hip, and one's on his back. Yeah. In the game, aren't they both on his back? They're both on his back, but that's but that's a video game, so it's probably paying the ass to do that in real life, doing yeah. it that way. So yeah, you're probably that's right. probably what it is. But they've mentioned there there've been like. Like people at like a bar as he's walking by, like mentioned, like oh he's got two swords, you know, one's a silver, one's a silver sword, and stuff like that. Like it's weird, that it's like pa- passive mentioning of it, stuff like that. Um, I think I think it's really good so far. What's really interesting is there's aspects of the show that are being told different time periods, mm. which is what's really interesting. And and I could I could tell that because I kind of knew I kind of knew who Yennefer was. Yeah. I know who he was, and I knew that. That that version of her looks way too fucking young for Henry Cavill. Like she looks like a she looks like a teenager when she's at when you're looking at when you're seeing her before she gets that surgery and stuff like that. So 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 I'm glad you know you know that because I that was actually a twist for me. Yeah. So there's there's a storyline that's happening. Nelfgaard, one of the kingdoms, is attacking Centrilla, and. Uh, you're seeing this unfold while the same time you're seeing um you're seeing Gareth who's the witcher Geralt Geralt yeah. Geralt yeah Geralt okay. you're seeing Geralt in his journeys around and he meets the guy who's the bear the the board the, the, bard, the, the yeah. singer and, and and you think it's happening sim- I I thought it was happening simultaneously but now I'm further along and it's just I thought it was happening simultaneously. It's not. I thought it was doing the same thing too until I realized who that person was. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's that and person. And now you okay. see adult Yennefer, like where she's absolutely magic now. Yeah. Good. Good God. <laughs> Good God. She is a fucking smoke show. Oh, yeah. Dear God. Wow. The video, you 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 see her full naked too in the video game too. So like they somebody had to render that shit. Somebody had to render that stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's she's yeah she's she is incredibly beautiful and a lot of us you know through the magic actress and shit. who plays her. My God. <laughs> my God. I she's like she's like Persian looking like she's really? like she's like I haven't like, I haven't seen like the version you're talking about right now I haven't seen that version yes because she's because you're like I said you're in one or right. two episodes ahead of me so she looks like she's Persian or Middle Eastern which damn mm. damn just just wait 
What do you think of Henry Cavill as the protagonist, the main character? Great, um, great job. I again going into it blind like I did, like like having no basis for comparison. It's just fun. Now I was reading stuff where people who love the books and love the games are shitting all over the show. People, there are and, always going to be those people. There's always going to be those people, and that's fine. And that's fine, but it's only people who know who know the game or know the books. People like us, you know a little bit about the game, but people who just dabble or know nothing are loving the show. And I feel like maybe that's who they should gear the show towards then. I mean, I think maybe the people that are obsessed with... Here's the thing. This is a show based on a video game that's based on a bunch of right. books. Right. That's what it is. So far up until now, we've only had one... Uh, type of cinema or tv show based on a video game that's been pretty good that's the detective pikachu that's the only one every other video game property that's been turned like a movie or show that's a good point sucked it has sucked 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 so you have this show that's relatively good it's a good show it's relatively good and you're gonna shit all over it. it's a relatively good show based on a video game based on a fucking i still say i still put my foot down and say because this is a show not a movie yeah. I still say, but I've never seen Detective Pikachu, so the jury's still out on that one. But I still say that there has never been a good movie based on a video game. Yeah, you're right. This is a good TV show that is based off a video game that is based off of books. I've been so s- it is based off the video game I've version, been, though. I think I've said it before, but I know I've been thinking it forever. They keep trying to take these TV show, these video games, turning them into movies and stuff like that. You can't, you can't shrink down a 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 100 hour experience into a two hour movie. You can't do it. It's impossible. But you can, you can impossible. do it a little bit better in a show. Yes, you can because you have like an hour each episode. And you if can you have, have eight episodes, seasons. Yes, if you have eight episodes a season and you have an hour each episode, that's eight hours just to tell one season's worth of story. And then you can keep going after it. Right. If you do it well, you can keep going. There's, which I think a lot of things I say, that would be better as a show than a movie. Assassin's Creed would probably have been really good. If Netflix or HBO had done it as a sh- TV show and instead of them, instead of other people making it as a movie, probably would have been really good. I'm putting my money. Resident in- Evil might have been really good yeah. as a TV show, not as a bunch of terrible. Super movies. Mario might have been good as a TV show. A l- get John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins and Bob Hoskins yes. from the grave and reanimate him and do it now. That's what do I'm going to say. Weekend at Bernie's him as Super Mario. But it's a good show. One thing I do love. One thing I do really like about it is it plays with the magic mm-hmm. very well, so that it doesn't seem like oh he's just taking a fireball and throwing it. Like it kind of plays with it. Like there are aspects of that. Like you know they catch lightning in a bottle and shit like that, and all these other weird things. But it kind of plays with the magic. So it's I'm not gonna say so it's less geeky, but you know how some people are like oh god wizards and witches and stuff Dungeons like that, and, dragons and shit. they make fun yeah. of that shit and stuff. But like. It plays magic, so it's really cool. Like when you, uh, Geralt has that pseudo shout ability, where like he kind of like tele- telepathically blasts back a monster or something like that. It's really cool in the heat of battle, seeing that. It like it looks cool mm-hmm. when he does it. Man, it's a good show. I strongly recommend it if you haven't watched it yet. It is. The 
The Witcher on Netflix. I'm gonna Big watch fan. more of it tomorrow night, probably. I'm gonna watch try get an episode of Watchmen in, then watch a couple episodes of The Witcher. That's that's the thing that grabs me. You wanna know why? It ain't real. Nothing like that's happening in real life. It's all make believe. Yeah. It's all so that's why I'm like, okay, I can I can suspend my disbelief or suspend my realism for a little bit doing this. Um so we're gonna talk about Mandalorian episodes five and six. Okay. But before we do that, because we do that at the end of the show, right. I got one thing I want to do, like kind of a game, uh, maybe. So according to E Online Entertainment Online E News, Scott, if you will, they compiled a list. I don't know when it was done. It says December twenty third. I don't know what year. Maybe it was last year. Fuck if I know. What do I care? Do, do I do? Does it look like I'm putting that much work into the show? No, I'm just doing this on the fly. They compiled a list. 12 Christmas movies we love that aren't really Christmas movies. So I'm going to go through this list, and I want you to tell me if you think it is a Christmas movie or not. Okay. These are all movies that people watch on Christmas, but they're not necessarily about Christmas. Maybe. Maybe. You you be the judge, Scott. So, so a lot of them are like, there's movies that I have always thought to myself, the setting of this movie takes place on and around Christmas. Right. But that's the only tie to Christmas it has. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it might be this list. Might be okay. So I want you to tell me. Number one on their list is Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Is it a Christmas movie? Just because I think doesn't only take place around Christmas though? Yeah. Isn't that the only reason? Yeah, but I love the fact that Die Hard has become a Christmas (laughs) movie. I really like the movie Die Hard. Okay. And I, I'm a, and you know, I'll expand on it. Expand, please. I'll expand on this. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard 2 is also a Christmas movie. Say what? Die Hard 3, I think Die Hard with a Vengeance, is that the third one? Maybe. Is that the fourth? Die Hard 3 is not a Christmas movie. But 1 and 2 are. There you go. Okay. Batman Returns. Catwoman. Batman Returns is largely considered a christmas movie and i actually our our old pal brandon i got into a debate with him what makes this a christmas movie are you asking me yeah what makes it a christmas movie um i haven't takes, watched batman returns takes in a long place time in winter i know it time. snows takes in the movie. place in the winter time possibly around christmas that's the only connection i can find to christmas with it did do, it do come, they go did, to a christmas party did it come out around christmas a lot of big blockbusters do. There's usually the two big release dates are Christmas and like Fourth of July. Like you have a summer blockbuster, yeah. And you have like a holiday blockbuster. According to their not log- always, but typically. According to their, their logic, there's an ice princess, multiple chili settings, and you and don't you dare forget the Gotham City tree lighting ceremony. The Gotham City tree lighting ceremony. Yes. I'm gonna go. Yes. I'm gonna go Christmas movie. Okay, fair enough. The next one they have is the Lord of the Rings franchise. No. Their logic is there's no. always at least one channel airing the entire franchise over Christmas. It, it Okay. So by that, I would say... You can disagree with their logic. I'm, I'm disagreeing with Lord of the Rings, but what, what I will agree with, the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the first movie in that series is a Christmas movie motherfucking santa claus is in the movie 
He gives them <laughs> presents. Santa Claus he, gives them remember, weapons. They give him he weapons. He fucking gives them weapons for Christmas. Boy, they must have been real good that year. Here's a sword. Here's a bow and arrow <laughs> yes, for you. Jesus. That, the Harry Potter franchise, if it's on your list, it's Christmas. There's always a scene. Always a motherfucking scene where they're Harry going Potter to... Harry like, Potter is on the list. Yes, Harry Potter is Christmas. Because they're, it's always played on some channel over Christmas time, and there's always a scene in every one of the fucking movies where all the kids get to go home to their wizarding families for the holidays, but motherfucking Harry, he is a fucking orphan, so he's got to stay, remember? Yeah, and get to some shenanigans. there's always some, like, winter formal dance that they go to. Oh, yeah. So I'm going, yes, Harry Potter, yes, Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe, no to Lord of the Rings. No to Lord of the Rings. Okay. No to Lord of the Rings. Next movie on their list is Just Friends. Remember that Ryan Reynolds movie where it it starts off with him being a fat teenager with his love interest and, you know, they're just friends because he's fat, but then he gets into good shape later on and he's dating, um, what's her name from uh, uh, House Bunny? Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. He like he's he's managing Anna Ferris, who's like a singer, like a pop star who like wants to date him or some shit like that. And he goes back to his hometown, but he's all good looking now. And he meets his old like love interest. From Never high saw school. it. I'm surprised you don't. I'm surprised you don't know about it because like Never saw it. So I can't comment yes or no for Christmas. Okay, really. that's fair. I, I guess the, the movie takes place like kind of around the holiday season. Okay. Um, Iron Man three. Iron set, Man 3. According to their logic, it's set during Christmas. Tony gets Pepper an unnecessary giant bear as a present. And he hides out in a tiny town that's decorated festively yes. for he meets that boy. the jolly season. Yes. He meets that boy in the garage. He calls him the mechanic. They're in some little Tennessee town because he tracked a guy who can like blow people up. Yeah. And it's Christmas time in the town. Yes. So would you say it's a Christmas yes. movie? Sure. Yes. Okay. Lethal- it's a Christmas setting. I t- I'm going with Christmas settings. Lethal so, Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Hmm. It starts with an opening set to Jingle Bell Rock and ends with the family gather around a Christmas tree. I, d- I don't think I've ever seen Lethal Weapon. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never, I've never seen the whole I movie. I do remember those parts. I like the Lethal Weapon movie. I'm going to say no. because but, don't th- but don't those movies take place in Florida? And yes, Christmas. What does it matter? Listen, hear There's me Christmas out. Christmas everywhere. Shut up, motherfucker. Hear me out. Motherfucking Jesus was lived in the Middle East. Yes, there ain't no snow in the Middle but East. Listen to me, motherfucker. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> they do have Christmas in Florida. I understand. That's accurate. But I remember watching those movies and seeing them by the beach more often than not. Like, be there's the one scene where Mel Gibson is like. At the marina, is walking by all those boats. It's like getting dark. That's what sticks out in my mind, not the Christmas scenes. So you're asking me my opinion? I'm going no. I'm going okay. no. All right, fair enough. All right, the next one is You've Got Mail. You remember I, that Meg I, Ryan I, movie? I know the movie. I've seen the movie. It's been years since I've seen it, so... Their logic is uh, Meg Ryan decorating her tree while snow falls and everyone's singing that carol around the piano. So I guess seeing their logic is because of like one big scene or something. I, I don't can't, know. I, I haven't seen it in forever, so I'm not going to comment yes we, or no on we that We went one. through Harry Potter. Harry Potter's yes, 100%. Edward Scissorhands. Yes, yes. You would say it is. He makes the Christmas cookies and it's snowing at the end and he decks with yes. 
Okay, Edward Scissorhands is a Christmas movie. Okay, uh, Rent. Musical Rent. You love Rent. I do like Rent. You are the biggest. Would you consider it? Yes, I would. Okay, I would consider. it. I think so because too. Because the whole movie takes place around Christmas New Year's. Yeah. And then after that, it kind of fast forwards a year ahead of time to the next Christmas New Year's. I agree. I'm going to so, go yes also on that one. I just know you're a huge Rent fan, so I, I am. Wanted... I've actually. Here's is weird. So I loved it whenever I was like a you know late teen, early twenties kind of guy. Right. And then I recently went back like within the past couple of year, like last like year or two, and watched it. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking throughout the entire movie, like when they were complaining about, like when, for example, Mark, the camera guy, the art, the art yeah, guy, yeah. he was the guy who dates the girl. He, yeah, he was complaining about. You know, his like the fact they had to sell out and sell his shit to the news sell out. media. That was his, yeah. And like all these people complain with the stuff like um the dude played in Law Order, can't remember his name. He was singing about how, oh, you know, I gotta be a philosophy professor, but you know, they want me to teach all this stuff and I can't teach what I want, I can't have my own opinions and I'm kept think I kept thinking at a later time watching this like just get a fucking job, dude. Like shut up and make your money. F- boo fucking who? Crime your Yeah. Welcome to the world. People have real problems in life. Like, and you're bitching about selling out and having to teach, like, a certain way or some shit like that. Like, boo fucking who, dude? Get a fucking like, clue. Yeah. Like, get a job. Like, Grow the fuck up. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You're selling your fucking media or your, your shit and you can't complete your movie as quickly as you can and you're making money. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. Give your balls a tug. <laughs> <laughs> like, good God. <laughs> That's great. All right. All right what's um, next? Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins. Gremlins. The first Gremlins movie you'd say that's a Christmas movie. Not the, not the other ones. The first one. The first yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Um, was wasn't, Her- didn't, wasn't Gizmo purchased as a Christmas present for the guy's son? I think so. I think it was. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, the last one on this list, When Harry Met Sally. I've seen that. I've never seen it. It's your classic rom-com rom-com in your face most rom-coms are christmas uh, movies. yeah yeah i think so christmas is just romantic comedies just really capitalizes on the christmas <clears throat> the christmas spirit i know fuck these guys the, question for you question for you okay. I, I like i like what you did there with that list but do you ever watch the hallmark channel i know no. you don't have cable right now no. but have you ever I, I probably have are you familiar kid. i'm very familiar yes do you know what they're their staple is. Are you gonna talk about the uh, the advertisement? My wife. Are you gonna talk about the advertisement because their their staple is like. Oh no no! I'm not talking rem- about the advertisement. We can my, talk about that because that's, that's interesting. We can we can bring that up. Yeah, it's relevant. My wife and my mother in law are just like fucking nutty it's, about the Hallmark Channel Christmas movies. movies and stuff. They are just really poorly done, really poorly written, really bad actors, but it's just your sappy. Stupid romance movies. Yeah. But they always center around Christmas. <clears throat> They're god awful. Yeah. But I like comic book movies. <clears throat> That's my thing. It people are allowed to like Hallmark Christmas movies. You're, exactly. you're allowed to. Exactly. But I think they're bad. They're very bad. And my wife loves them. Our DVR is just like riddled with like recorded Hallmark movies. And I'm like I don't have room to record Doctor Who. Can you like fucking watch some of these and delete them? Can I delete? Them? <laughs> don't you dare delete them till I watch them. Well, can you fucking watch them? Like, I'm at ninety six percent on my DVR hopper. Like, Jesus. this is getting ridiculous. God damn. 
goddamn watching movies um yeah wasn't it hallmark that did that boo-boo with the advertisement the gay advertisement yeah it wasn't well, a gay advertisement it was a it was a it was uh, a same-sex couple it was, it was a couple that was it was a it was an, a company that promote that does like wedding planning or some shit like that yeah and, and in their advertisement they're using a two women two as women. the couple yes, yes. And, and the group fucking mothers against uh clit twaddling or something like that that was uh, them yeah was um got got up in arms it was like the million mothers or some shit like that's what they call them it was some stupid shit like that. there's only like yeah they got all they members. got all pissy and they raised hell about hallmark so hallmark because pulled. it was like it was like not safe for children or some shit like that to show a same-sex couple so, kissing each other. So there was an uproar about it. So all Hallmark pulled the ad yeah. to avoid controversy. But then what happened? The company was like, well, fuck you. You can't play any of our ads. You, yeah. you, you, we're not paying. No, we're and, not doing And the, the backlash was even bigger for people in support of it. Yeah. So they, they pulled the ad to try to calm this group of people that it made very angry. This tiny tiniest of groups but by doing that you made an even larger demographic over here angry so what did they do they, they said okay you know we're gonna put the ad back we're gonna on, put okay? the we're, ad back we on. support it we support it was it, it was then, a bad look for home it was and the company was like well f- fuck you you're not playing our ads anymore we're not giving you any more money yeah players and they pulled their shit from hallmark yeah it was a so hallmark, bad hallmark, hallmark was left with egg on their face hallmark was in a lose lose situation and they fucking if lost if they would have just Told the first group to go if they suck a dick if they or told, clit or whatever. If they would have just told the first group, they paid to put their advertisement on there. Would you like to pay to put your advertisement on here? We're more than happy to take your check, too. Yeah, right? So Welcome to capitalism. This yeah, is how it works. Yeah, exactly. They paid for it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Your money's just as green as theirs. Can we talk about how bad the Medea movies are? They're fucking terrible. I fucking hate the Medea They're movies. so bad. But again, people like them. People are allowed to. My like, grandmother we, loves them. Loves them. She loves those Medea movies left and right. They're atrocious. She man. came over They're for atrocious. Thanksgiving dinner, and let me tell you, we usually she hangs out for Thanksgiving, throw on like a movie or something like that. I didn't have anything to watch, so I threw on Medea's funeral or some shit like that. Or like, if only it was Medea's funeral, it was like Medea with a funeral or some shit like that. Somebody died, and there were some fucking crazy antics with Medea and a bunch of other black people. Is what it was. And let me tell you, Tyler Perry. Cannot write to save his fucking life. Tyler Perry, th- you, kudos to him. He, I mean, took, he has a he, fucking island. He took nothing and turned to something. I'm not gonna. I'm not Dude. really gonna. I'm not gonna badmouth his business sense because he has took nothing and turned to something, and he makes moolah. The dude Good has for so much him. fucking money. He sucks at writing though. His <laughs> movies suck. They suck. It but makes he is a think, terrible character. Somebody as untalented as the. I'm not saying he's untalented because the fact that he can dress and drag and and play an yeah. old black woman, but then think about it. we lo- we love Pittsburgh Dad, yeah, and he basically does the same thing. He just dresses up and plays his father. <laughs> the problem. So Tyler Perry is just being his grandma. I think like, pretty much. Well, like the problem. Part of the problem is that he takes bits. He does bits, and then he takes them too far. Like there was a bit in the movie where he. Tyler Perry playing not as himself, but like playing like Medea's like son or grandson. He plays a lot of different roles in he the does, movies, right? He does, but he also play, he plays Medea and he also plays Medea's like son or grandson. So I remember when Eddie Murphy did that. Yeah, like so he went to go pick up Medea and like these two other old fucking people. The the guy that always talks about his dick and like is all into like 
women and shit like that. And this other old lady. Oh, this other old lady that <laughs> he does. I don't care. He does. I don't give a shit. And this other old lady who can't talk, you can't understand. She like mumbles or some shit. Like you can't understand a word she says, and picks him up and takes him over to like this. There's some event happening at the family house, the fucking the big fancy whatever house that's going on, and they get stopped by a cop. And they did. They ran the bit. What bit do you think they ran when they got stopped by the cop? Think about it for a second. Were they all African American? Yes, they were all black. What bit? So what bit I do you bet think they that ran? it's going to be a fascist bootlicking cop who. Treats them poorly. Yes, it is. Am is I that, right? Am I right? Here's the thing, though. The cop stops them. Cop takes forever to walk to the window. Mm-hmm. Forever to walk to the window. During this whole time, the two in the back and Medea in the passenger seat are all talking about, oh, you better step on the gas. Like, like giving all these like things like, oh, you better run away. You better step on the gas. Like, you're black, blah, blah, all this other stuff. He's going to treat you like shit. And Tyler Perry, as his character, is like, no, no, no. I'm just going to show them, you know, I'm going to respect them, and they're going to show see that I'm respecting, they're going to treat me just fine, and he walks up to him, and obviously it goes with the jokey bit, the white cop treats him like shit because he's black kind of thing, and th- let me tell you, this bit runs on for like 10 minutes, it, way fucking too long, he takes his information, and he goes back to the thing, and then it goes for another round of them in the round of them saying, you better step on the gas, you better do this, it goes for another, and I'm like... You don't need to take this long. Is Tyler Perry playing every person in the car? I think he's only playing Medea. I oh, think okay. there's some. I don't know if he plays the guy. Uh, I don't know if he plays like because it like would Medea, be cool. I think it's like Medea's brother or something like that. It reminds me of like the Nutty Professor yeah. when like Eddie Murphy played everybody at the dining room table. Yeah, and it would just pan to each person. And it would just be Eddie Murphy as a different person. It would have been funny if Tyler Perry was playing every person in the car. It might have been, but he, once again, the bit ran too long. It ran. It ran like at least a solid four minutes longer than it needed to, and I was like, "Well, I'm old. it's this old." I this will old. say, here you go. I'm gonna virtue signal now here, okay. but uh, uh, black people do get treated poorly by white cops and traffic stops a lot. A fucking lot. I don't deny it they do. It is a terrible, horrible thing. And I feel like Tyler Perry was maybe just trying to shine some light on this issue using comedy. Not a fan of him. Not a fan of his movies. But that scene that you're bringing up an example is is a terrible, unjust thing that happens like every fucking day in this country. It is. And that's all I have to say I'm about not, it. I'm not saying I have it spoken. <laughs> All right, so running out, we're running close on time. Oh so yeah, it's come to the end. So we're gonna briefly talk about episodes five and six yeah, of the Mandalorian. Episode five, starting with that, it is the episode where he meets up with that young bounty hunter who needs his help to capture this old imperial like sniper or whatever. She's like an imperial assassin yeah, from yeah. the old days. Um, he's. His ship's all broke up from a space battle, and she uh, and uh, he's got, trying to get it repaired. He docks somewhere, and this really funny kind of uh, kind of weird lady is like there to repair the ship, and he's got to come up with money. So he's looking for a job, and this kid is like, "Look, if you help, I, I'm trying to get in the guild. If you help me take out this imperial, you know, sharpshooter or whatever, you can have the money. I just need the fame so I can get in the guild." So now we have this this budding duo of a uh, mentor and mentee almost that you think is going to happen between Mando and this uh, young bounty hunter to hunt down this um, sharpshooter. <clears throat> and they hunt her down. 
and Finder. Not once again, this is an episode where it's really good. Not not tons of things happen in the episode, but it's really good. It's basically an entire episode of them just hunting her down, trying to avoid a f- couple traps and just uh speeder bike chase, that kind of thing. They eventually catch her and Mando has to go back and because they don't have transport or whatever for her because one of the speeder bikes broke, he has to go back and get this animal that he saw roaming around that was had a dead body on it so they can transport her. Mm-hmm. And she convinces the young buck to be like, look, I'm not as valuable as that guy over there because he's got a he's got a he's got a bounty out for him or some shit like that because the guild wants him. And then you like think he's going to like team up with her and they're going to have like a little team up thing. This is the most surprising part of the episode. He fucking shoots her. He says fuck her and just shoots her. Yeah, that. that was really surprising. I expected was like, a, twist. a little bit of a team up thing going on. Um, that guy was stupid. He was real dumb. He should have probably done that. But I don't think he trusted her. No. I think he felt like if he would have freed her and tried to team up on her, that she would have turned on him. Yeah. And got away at the first which chance is what, she got. Which is what the normal she probably arc of would have done that. that. You would have, that, that would she have probably would have done that. Absolutely. Um, but Manda, but he, he goes back and like takes the baby hostage with like the chick that's repairing the ship. And Manda has to like go rescue him and it's a very short bit where he uses this flashing thing to blind him and he like shoots him from the side or some shit like that and yeah. rescues the baby baby Yoda's rescued yay like i said it not, really, it not really, a lot happens not a lot happens it really wasn't that <clears throat> difficult for mando to beat that fucking green wannabe yeah, the greenhorn yeah that wannabe <clears throat> bounty hunter he really wasn't that yeah. smart he had money he had lots of money but he was dumb, and he just did it poorly. A bird in the hand, Adam. Yeah. A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. When he had the assassin girl captured with Mando's help, he's already got he, right there. He can go. He can collect his bounty. He pays Mando for his help. He gets to join the guild. Everybody's happy. But no, he finds out that there's an even bigger bounty for Mando and tries to pull up. It's going to make him a legend. Yeah, you know what? That was a bad move by him. A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Well, he, should... he learned his lesson. Yeah, oh, he learned. Because he he's He got his comeuppance. He's dead. Yep. So. Um, but Manto didn't, he didn't flamethrower him. I'm surprised, too. He yeah. didn't flamethrower him. You know what? He could have hit Baby Yoda. So that's the reason why he didn't do mm. it. That's the reason why he didn't do yeah. it. Um, but anyway, like I said, it was a good episode, but not a lot happened in this episode. The next episode, the next episode, is the great, episode. my favorite episode so of the show so far. Good, it is an episode. It is a prison break episode. Yes. is what it is. Mando has to team up with his old, his old crew, his old mercenary crew. He doesn't really well. His old boss. You can tell that there's some animosity. Doesn't really like him. Well, he doesn't trust. Them. There was some history. He left on bad terms. Yeah. We don't really know the backstory whole like hundred percent. Yeah, but it, it something went bad. But Mando is on the run now from basically everybody, so he's desperate. He's got to take jobs where he can get them, and he knows that he's walking into the lion's den by taking this job with his old employer and going on this mission with these with this crew, which is a ragtag. Motley Rag- crew, might I say. Very ragtag. Um, there's only 
one person from the, uh, that's on the crew that he has history with, and that's a Twilight. I can't remember her name. Yes. But she's like an assassin who uses knives. Stuff. She knows Real him, cool. Right. She worked with him previously. Yeah. Um, there's another, there's a droid. Obviously, Amanda doesn't trust Does droids. not like droids. But yeah. he's got to pilot the ship because they got to do some crazy maneuver because they're going after a um, New Republic uh, prison ship. Right. So, which is really cool. You see some New Republic stuff going on here. Some like some shit going on that's after Rebellion from like the good guy side, sort of. Um, so you got that, and then you got this demon-looking guy. I forget what their species is called. I cannot remember. But they've been, um, they're big dudes. Most Isla Cantina on Tatooine. Yeah, there was one sitting in the in the bar. I remember. He looked like he's gonna roll his eyes back in the back of his head. Yes, look like yes. Um, big horns, big whatever, whatever. I forget what their species is named, but they're. They've been introduced into the Star Wars saga previously. Yeah, he's he's the muscle. And then we've got Bill motherfucking Burr. I was surprised to see Bill Burr in the show. And he's he's actually really good. He's actually really good in the show. He plays um the mission leader, I guess is what you yeah. say. He's like the new he's like Amanda's old friend, like right hand man or some shit. And he's more of the humanoid like... Yeah, he's got he's like a gunslinger kind of person right. with a third gun that comes from his back on a robot hand which is pretty right cool. which is cool um but yeah bill burr i was expecting it was since it was bill burr i was expecting like obviously you can't like drop f-bombs since it's you know disney's mandalorian right well i was expecting him to be more bill burr like but i think he was like i think he was a pretty good actor in this um but they gotta go rescue a uh prisoner from this old republic ship and they get on they uh they jump out of light space and they do this crazy maneuver because the robot has to um do it so they can stay off the scanners or some shit like that it's something only a robot can do apparently they never met the mandalorian but something only a robot can do so they get onto the ship and they're patrolling and i'm kind of surprised that the new republic only use like droids as guards for the most part like we find out later there's one human on the ship but they only have droids guarding there's no human soldiers or anything like that like it's all it's kind of weird um but there's they're passing all these cells there was one there was one guy i just said that there but they find out later on there's one human on the ship but he's not he's more of like a yeah like a like a like just regular old security guard kind of like he's not not even really that. He's just kind of like the, it's like a mall cop. Almost. He was like way over his head. Yeah, like yeah. you he, could tell. Like he took this job. Like people take night jobs and shit like that, so they could. It's like the. It's like it'd be like the movie where like somebody takes like a night job shift and because they don't want to deal with the day bullshit and like some robbers come mm-hmm. and now they got to deal with some serious nonsense. Um, but <clears throat> they find the guy. They have to like find the cell that their person I'm looking for is. They end up killing this guy. Which is fucked up because Mando is like trying to save his life. He's like, dude, dude, just just chill out, just chill out. Like nobody's gonna kill anybody. Put your gun down. We're all good. Everybody put their guns down. Blah blah. And then the fucking toilet chick just throws a knife at us. Yeah, like, it just oh. kills him quick. But he sets off a a beacon. Yes, a which beacon. is important. Very important. He sets off a beacon that was in his hand. It's like now it's a race against time. Now they gotta find the cell because backup's coming. Oh yeah, the the starships are coming. So they find the cell. And who's in the cell? motherfucking Twi'lek's brother his, the first brother. time we, i think I've, we've ever seen like a male Twi'lek. like i've never seen a male Twi'lek mm. before ever so it was really kind of kind of weird honestly 
which he was kind of rough around the edges too. Well, she was very much like a sister yeah. in the sense of like, but they had no problem turning on each other. Oh, absolutely not. Well, they throw Mando into the cell because apparently that was part of the plan. Yeah, to like betray him and throw him in the cell and steal the steal a ship. Um, which at that this point the robot's still on the sh- on the Mando ship and he's seen uh, Baby Yoda. Which I've come to love the Razor Crest, it's which a good sh- it's which a cool is ship. Mando's ship. We talked about it when we were like talking about the first episode and how why isn't it like Slave One? You know the other yeah. Mandalorian. Sh- the Razor Crest is just as iconic as as that. I feel now. I love it. It's a cool ship. Yeah. It's a cool looking ship. Um, but the robot now now there's this bit going on, on the ship. Where the robot's trying to find Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. and Baby Yoda keeps like hiding in the crevices from him and like moving away from right. him. It's just pretty cool. It's pretty funny. Um, they're trying to run back to the ship, and then Mando does some Mandalorian bullshit oh, and breaks out of the cell, goes to the control room, and does like an entire lockdown on the on the ship. And now it's like the reverse of what you would normally see in these kind of shows. It's the bad guys that have to run away from the good guy. Yeah. The good guys hunting him, hunting them down. It's almost like a suspense thing. Like, yeah. He's just picking them off one by one. Yeah. And he's picking them off too. The only one he really has a hard time with is uh, the demon guy. Yeah. He's but that's so only... big and strong. Yeah. So, but he, he ends up getting him. He ends up beating him too. Yeah. And he hunts. And then from then it's just like a, just like ghost hunting down all these other characters just in the, in the vents and everything like that. It's pretty cool. Um, but he gets to the last one, and that's the Twi'leks brother, the one that was the a one prisoner. That they released, yes. That they were trying to release. And when he's trying to... He does this weird thing where it's like he's going to take him down and stuff like that, but the Twi'lek was like, he oh, makes I'll make, a, deal I'll make a deal with you. You know, you know you're not going to get any money unless I get out of here. So, you know, take me with you, leave them, and, you know, we'll just all get out of here and go. Which I originally thought that he was killing them one by one. Yeah. Because it's fucking We find out he was throwing them in the cell. They got locked in the cell, and they were stuck there. They yeah. In prison. It's great. It's great. It means we can see them in the future. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Um... He ends up. He takes out. He does kill the droid. He does because, kill the droid because the droid is about to shoot Baby Yoda. And he hates droids. What's really funny is like it looks like Baby Yoda is going to fuck up this droid because the droid's about ready to aim his rifle at him, and Baby Yoda puts his hand up like he's going to force crush him. And all of a sudden, his head blows up. And you're like, "Holy shit! Did Baby Yoda just blow his head yeah. up?" It's like, no, it's Mando. Mando shot him. Yeah. So he goes back to the space station where his old buddy is and takes the Twi'lek bag. Gets paid. All this other shit, and he leaves. And like we didn't see it coming, his old buddy's like, "All right, take him out." And so this fighter uh, spacecraft is it was like a drone. It was like unmanned. Yeah, it was coming. It was coming out of the like the floor, and it was getting ready to go. All of a sudden, like some, you hear the beeping, oh. and Mando pulled. He pulled a fast one, didn't he, he Scott? Did, he Mando did. pulled a fast one. He took the um, the beacon from the. Uh, Republic ship and put it in the belt of the toilet, which I don't know how you missed it. Yeah. I don't know how he didn't hear it. Sleight of hand, him. maybe. Maybe, but um, as Mando's leaving and as he's flying away, two fucking X... Fucking three, what was it? Three X-Wings. It was, it was a squadron. It was a man. full was squadron of X-Wings. X-Wings, just comes, they just... Oh, just, my God. Just coming like, out of light speed. Fucked. Yeah, and they come out, and I'm like, oh, it's just some X-Wings, shit like that, forgetting that, you know, it's fighters, and I'm like... It's great. It was just great. But the the point is, like, the X-Wings had a moment where they see 
the ship coming out, the the fighter ship that's going to be going after Mando. And they just decide to lay waste to it. Like they blow it the fuck up. Yeah, they not only not just the drone, the whole fucking ship, the whole station, <laughs> everything. Station, yes. Like like do you think that was protocol? I don't think it was. Should, I mean, like I get blowing up the fighter, the drone fighter that was coming out. Sure, I get it. But it's like it's like the US Marines that tortured all the Middle Eastern people to try to find terrorists, you know? It's not technically protocol, but they they can find an excuse I for mean, it. I mean, did you did you ever kill anybody? Yes, but they were all bad. <laughs> Little true lies quote. But uh this is this goes back to my earlier statement. I don't know. Obviously the Empire, the First Order, they're bad. They're bad. We get that. But are the rebels, the resistance, whatever you want to call are they innocent? I mean... The Republic? Are they innocent? No. No, they're just as bad. Well, we learn in Rogue One that they had spies that did torturing and stuff like that. Motherfucker, the, the, in the beginning of Rogue One, the dude um, shoots the one guy just so he won't get caught. Like, he shoots his informant just so that he won't, like, squeal on him or anything like right. that. So we know that not everybody in the Republic is good. No, they're not. So, lesser you know of what? two evils? It's a backwood spaceport. Nobody's going out there, really. So nobody's going to notice. It's, it's it's space. Who gives a shit? That's what I say. So that's episode six. That's it. That's episode Gucci, six. It was my favorite one. Yes. The prison breakout was it so was cool. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, next week, we'll talk about seven and eight. We will. Uh, Can't wait. Scott, you want to let the people know how they can get a forward distraction? I sure will. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, shoot us an email for your distraction at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook. Search for For Your Distraction on there. Like our page. I post all kinds of great content about upcoming movies and shows and cool little news articles I like to share. Plus, I post the links to all of our latest shows on there. Uh, we are also on Twitter. You can search for For Your Discrap- Distraction on there. I almost said For Your Discraption. Uh, search for us on Twitter. Some people might say that's us too. Search for us on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter. You can tweet us at Podcast FYD. You can listen to our show a number of ways. We are on SoundCloud. You can search for For Your Distraction on there. Uh, we are on iTunes. Search for For Distraction. Subscribe to us. You can write us a review. Rate us. Uh, we are a member of the Be Real Podcast Network. So you can also find our shows on Podbean by searching for The Movie Guys Podcast. They are our sister show, and it's become our unofficial, official hub for the Be Real Network. Uh, they also have our shows on YouTube, which is great. It's the way I've been watching a lot of our stuff, listening to our stuff. So go to YouTube, search for Movie Guys Podcast. You'll find all their content on there, all the other great shows that are a member of the Be Real Network, including For Your Distraction. You can listen to our show right there on YouTube. Um, yeah. Big things coming, huh, Adam? I'm trying. I, I've got some things I'm talking about. I've got some things I'm trying to work on. So there might be might be a few small changes. I don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. There's always big things coming. 2020's, uh, you know what? At this point, 2020's already passed now. This is a pseudo pre recorded episode um, beforehand. So it is the well, new happy year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Scott. Okay. I hope we, I hope we don't remember ringing in the new year. I hope yeah, that's how much we fun got, we have. If, I hope we can get together next week and talk about our New Year's Eve festivities. I hope it gets a little greasy. Thank you.